the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. Got out there, enjoyed yourself a little bit. Uh, the weather's starting to change. Yeah, it was uh, a little cooler out there in the Valley of the Sun this morning. I actually uh, didn't have the air conditioner on driving to work this morning. Had to turn the heat on a little bit. Uh, falls around the corner. Uh, and of course, we've got the election coming up. We, we got all kinds of, of economic data. We've got uh, Wall Street uh, rallying here uh, as the... This is just my opinion, right? The the liberal bankers trying to help the Democrats out. But uh, wait till the election's over. I think that's when uh, things get very, very interesting. And and as uh, as always on Monday, I've got my son Joey's with us from Northwestern Mutual. I've been encouraging you. I've been imploring you. Heck, I've, I've even begged you guys, reach out to him Make sure your portfolio uh, is ready to go. And, and a lot of you out there, you may have a financial advisor, right? That, that hey, I know, I know stocks, and I'm, I, I can do what Joey does, right? I'm going to move your portfolio around. I'm going to protect you from the high rates. Uh, but, but he has no, no idea what to do about tax planning. Uh, maybe you, you've got, well, I've got my, my accountant. Your, your accountant is just going to tell you that you need uh, more deductions or more write-offs. He, he can't help you do those things. Uh, then you're like, well, what about uh, inheritance? A lot of you worried about inheritance. Well, now you gotta you got to have uh, lawyers and other people involved. The great thing when you deal with, with Joey and Northwestern Mutual is he can bring all of those things to the table uh, and do it all under one roof. So you don't have to talk to really three or four other professionals to, to really make sure you've got all your bases covered. Right, Joey? No, that's exactly correct. You know, we're a one-stop shop. And uh, the value we bring to, to, know, to all my clients, prospective clients, is that we're just open to having a conversation and establishing this relationship. Um, there's a million things we do with people, um, but it's all about, hey, where are you at in your situation and what works best for you? And the tax planning strategies you mentioned, you probably have a CPA, a tax guy, and they're always talking about write-offs, this and that, but they're not introducing you to new vehicles that are tax-efficient or ways to grow your money that are tax-efficient. Um, and then in terms of other financial advisors, yes, they're probably good at growing wealth, but they don't take into the fact, like, what happens when we retire? How do we withdraw from these funds and things like that? Or how are we achieving short-term goals with our investments? Maybe you're looking to put a new down payment on another house or things like that. And on top of it, you know, we work extremely 
extremely well with small business owners, um, actually setting up, you know, a couple benefits for, for certain small businesses right now currently. And, and really what I've been doing recently is, you know, a lot of business owners are looking to sell their business or plan for retirement through that. Have a conversation with my team and I. Uh, we have a, a big niche market in small business owners and how to sell our business and then what to do when we get those gains and that influx of money. How do we shelter that away into tax-efficient vehicles and how do we make that work for us? Um, there's just a multitude of things that we do for our clients and it all just stems from starting a conversation and building up a relationship. Um, a big thing about me and why I've joined this firm is we average 27 years with our clients while the industry average is simply just two and a half years. So that just means a lot of advisors are very transactional. They just want your investments to be rolled over, get that asset under management. Whereas us, we're, we're showing you a plan. We're talking about philosophies and really what our goals are before we even recommend the transfer of funds. Uh, we just really take the time and the personal approach of chatting and getting to know our clients. And, and at the end of the day, you're not going to get charged a penny for our time. We generally just want to see if we can provide value for you in your current situation. Um, so you can always reach me at my personal cell, which is 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602-909-9048. If you have any questions, anything financially, more than happy to chat and answer those for you. Um, just a call or text away. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's really, especially for uh, all of us out there that, hey, we're in our late 40s, early 50s, early 60s, uh, 70s, even some of you 80s because you're talking about inheritance or you're talking about I'm getting ready to retire or, hey, I'm getting ready to sell my small business or maybe you don't even know, you know what, I need to get ready, but I don't know how to get ready. And a lot of people don't realize this. Uh, the, as small business owners, uh, the amount of tax liability you can be set up with if you don't handle it right. Yeah, exactly. And we, if, you, if you don't handle that tax gaming and planning for small businesses, you can really get hit pretty hard. There's a lot of cool and unique ways to set ourselves up for paying the, the least amount of taxes as possible. Um, and one thing a lot of small businesses experience is maybe you have some employees, right, that are absolutely killing it, but they're constantly getting job offers from other people. How do we set up certain benefits that allow you to be more tax efficient and write off more things, you know, to keep these key employees? And there's multitude of things, the ways we do that, and it really just stems from us chatting and getting a conversation. Um, I could talk about our small business planning for hours and the different things we do, but honestly, just a we're going to be right back with more with Joey. Don't touch that dial. Patriot Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on a Monday. Uh, we got my son Joey with us as we do every Monday. And, I mean, it's enough to really make your head spin when you sit there and you think about uh, all the things you need to do, this is how hard they make it, right, uh, to make sure that you can keep as, as much of your hard-earned money as possible. Uh, and, of course, a lot of people out there, you know, small business owners in particular, 
especially with uh, what's been going on with, with the debts in, in the economy and, and people talking about uh, the need for the government uh, to collect more revenue. I mean, Joey, they just came out with budget numbers. Uh, the United States government collected almost $5 trillion in taxes uh, last fiscal year, and it was still nowhere close to enough. No, and it, and it never is close to enough. So what are they going to do? They're going to ask for more this next year, right? And then it's just going to keep adding up. And sooner or later, we're going to be spending all of our money in taxes. And it's all about mitigating that loss. The, the biggest expense any one of us are going to experience financially in our lifetimes is taxes. So how do we set aside money in these vehicles to make sure we're paying as little as possible while at the same time still growing our money? And it's really unique the way we do this. And honestly, it just depends you know, where you're at and, and what vehicles we should be utilizing to achieve these goals. Now, when you're entering retirement, you know, a lot of people are busy with growing their money in their early 30s, 20s, 40s, even 50s. But you're starting to get to that 50 age, 60 age, and you haven't talked about tax planning or ways to implement these things. I think that really should spark a conversation uh, at the very least. That way you can learn about these things. There's a reason why they don't teach us at school. There's a reason why they don't teach us on the news. It's because the government doesn't want you to know about how we can be paying as little taxes as possible. And that's where, where my team and I come in, is, is we come in, we do an analysis on you, and we come up with creative ways and put ourselves in your shoes. Say, hey, this is what I would do if I was trying to minimize my taxes. And it's really just a simple 45-minute conversation with us, and we'll probably ask for some information and we'll continue to work and, and develop a relationship that I hope continues, you know, for the rest of my career and, and with you until retirement. Uh, the whole thing here is how do we set up, you know, people for the future. And it all just stems from just having a, a conversation and a little bit of your time. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, you brought up that point, uh, you know, as you're uh, getting uh, into your, your 50s, uh, it's probably uh, past due time to have those conversations. And, and you're right that the, the realities are uh, there's a ton of programs uh, that the government likes to give out to their wealthy friends that that uh, a lot of people uh, don't even know that is available to them. And, and at the end, it can cost people hundreds of thousands of dollars. It, it really does. And it's alarming to see it on a daily basis when I'm chatting with people. And the rich, you know, they take advantage of these things. So how do we show the average everyday person the exact same things that the rich are doing to continue this generational wealth? You know, there's so many small little caveats we could be entering into to make sure that we're not paying these hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars as we enter retirement. You know, I'm a big believer and we work for what we get for. So at the end of the day, why should we be giving all these huge lump sum amounts of money to the government when we could be putting it to use in different ways so that we don't have to be paying this huge expense? You know, between taxes and, and health care, those are going to be the biggest most ridiculous amounts you'll experience in retirement. So how do we set ourselves up knowing that we have a plan in place and not have to worry about that big expense? You know, most people are withdrawing from their 401Ks or their IRAs in retirement, and that's getting taxed as income. 
So how do we set it aside in different vehicles to where that's not taxes income? And really you're affording, you know, only 60 grand you're making, whereas we're actually pulling out 200 grand from other buckets of money, right? It's a huge tax game and it can get complicated doing it on your own. But when you have someone in your corner calling you up, setting meetings, holding you accountable to getting some information in, a lot of people see the value. And like I said before, it doesn't cost you a dime for a moment of my time or a moment of yours. Uh, we just need to start that conversation and relationship. Yeah, and again, it, it's something where all of that extra money you save, that can be used uh, for, 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 for your family, uh, you know, to have a better retirement or, or uh, even leave a better inheritance for the kids and grandkids. Exactly. It, it, leave a better inheritance, legacy planning, and a huge part of it is estate planning and legal planning. Wills, trusts, attorneys, like, do we have those in place? We're about to get a big inheritance yet. Have we talked about how that money is going to be distributed between you and your other beneficiaries? And when that money comes, what vehicles should we be putting into to grow that money? Um, working with a couple people who have trust funds, and they're going to be inheriting millions of dollars in these upcoming years. So how do we put together a plan to, to do that tax efficiently, then also have our money grow for us and achieve the targets we want to hit? Uh, there's just there's millions of things we do with our clients, and really it just depends on what do you want to do and where do you want to be. And, you know, we just do an in-depth analysis, and we're super transparent in everything we do. And if you have a question about the market or where things are going or you just simply wanted to chat, about your own situation and see if I can be of value, I'm more than happy to do that. Uh, just shoot, leave me a call, you know, on my personal cell. That's 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. If I happen to miss it, leave me a voicemail or text, and I'll get back to you right away once I'm available. Yeah, and if you guys forget that, you can always go out to the 1360 KHNC website, uh, go to the sponsor page, and you'll see Joey's information there. Joey, always good talking to you. Have a great rest of your week, and, and we'll chat again next week. Yeah, thanks. You too. Thanks for having me. I really enjoy it. Jason, man, just, you know, and again, you hear Joey talking. It's incredible the amount of things. It shouldn't be this hard, but this is what happens. I mean, we've got a jumbo-sized government, a, a an IRS that's going to be uh, super-sized plus tax. Uh, pardon the puns there, right? You know, but let's face it. They're, they're going to do everything they can to get as much money from us as possible. That's right, Joe. That's right. And, and uh, the way the markets have been looking uh, through 2022, just just not good, you know. And it seems like there's a sell-off in everything going on. Uh, it, it's a tough times. It's, it's it's tough times if you want to figure out where to put your money. And this is why you bring Joey on the show with us. Yeah, and it just keeping it safe. That's it. Listen, at the end of the day, uh, you can buy more gold and silver uh, if you've been. Uh, really good with your money you right and saving that money and, and protecting your assets uh and of course this is the time listen we we haven't seen this uh really ever the in what i'm talking about you know because you can say well it, it, it's like the 70s or it's like the dot-com bubble or there are shades of the financial crisis whatever it may be but the realities are jason we've never seen this type of money printing 
ever before. Uh, this was on a scale that even for us, and Jason and I, this is what we do. These numbers are, it's even hard for us to quantify what they really did. Yeah, Joe, it's funny. I was uh, watching uh, Wall Street. I, so that's a movie I think I don't think I've watched in decades, you know, I, even if I remember watching it. But I was watching it, you know, it's a, you know, uh, Douglas and, and uh, Sheen, and, and uh, Sheen plays uh, uh, Bud. He's kind of like, you know, he's, he's, uh, Douglas takes him under his arm and teaches him how to do insider trading, right? And uh, in the movie, uh, Charlie Sheen, Bud, the, the character, he buys a piece of property in New York. And this is 1985, so the, the, the movie is in 1985. And I didn't realize the interest rates were still high. He had to buy it at 10% interest in 85, Joe. I, I was like, oh, I thought the interest rates had dropped below that by 85, but they hadn't even dropped in 1985. So look at those rates in the 70s, Joe, during inflation, how high they went. And they didn't go away even into the roaring 80s where people were just making all this money on Wall Street, right? They still had high rates. They didn't drop those rates till I think, Late 80s, right, Joe? I'd, I'd have to leave Well, because, on listen, they wanted to drop those rates because they wanted to go into deficit spending. Correct. Really, when you look at uh, America financially, right, the 80s was really uh, the, the decade when all of the big borrowing started. And we, we stayed on that path. Uh, and, and again, so we're talking about uh, the amount of money created. We're talking about they almost created... $30 trillion out of thin air. I mean, think about it. The whole entire United States economy is $21, $22 trillion. Uh, and, and they did this, Jason, in like 18 months. That's right. That's right. In, in the movie 1985, uh, Michael Douglas's character, uh, Gecko, there, the United States economy is a $5 trillion economy. And I'm like, oof, boy, they've inflated that one, Joe. <laughs> it's, it's gone beyond that at this point. So so that's, that's what you were alluding to earlier. It, what was happening in the 70s is happening now, but they didn't have $31 trillion in debt for that 10% interest on that guy's mortgage. You, you can't do that now, Joe. You just, you know, something will blow up, and it will blow up, I think, very soon. Well, yeah, and you can see it in, in Wall Street right now. Uh, the, the, big, the, the big rally is on these hopes uh, that somehow – uh, the Federal Reserve's gonna be able to pause or slow down these rate hikes, uh, yet there's no relief from this inflation whatsoever. I mean, the, the, the fact of the matter is on Thursday, we're gonna get the official, uh, Social Security cost of living adjustment, and it's gonna be eight, I think the, the best case scenario, I guess call it best case, is 8.7% increase. That's a lot more money coming out of the government, so that's where the uh, the taxing has to come in. I mean, it, it is a catch twenty two, Joe. But what, where does this system have to go to so called fix it and, and go out and push it down the the river, so to speak? And it's a Ponzi scheme, and they have to keep adding for the Ponzi scheme to continue to work. So this is why the Great Reset is on our doorstep, Joe, because the Ponzi scheme that we're currently in is just not working. It's it's just like 1933. It's just like uh, after World War II, and it's, it's like 1971. They had to they had to pull some tricks to uh, to to fix what was broken, Joe. And this is look this looks like the worst one ever. Well, and again, I think the the, the problem is is uh, as these rates continue to rise, things continue to break. 
we haven't seen the bad part of it yet. Uh, you know, and I thought, hey, listen, October, we're going to get that surprise. It's probably more like November because the, uh, the Biden administration has done a really good job of kind of rigging the deck uh, sort of speak, to buy time to get through these elections, uh, we're going to see, I think we're going to see a significant uh, increase in energy prices. I think the, the fantasy uh, that the Federal Reserve is going to stop or pause, uh, I, I think those things are just that, pure fantasy. They're not going to stop or pause. They need to break it to, to get inflation. And forget about 2%. Just to get inflation to say 4%. We're going to need millions of people, Jason, to lose their job. That's that's the goal. They've stated it, Joe. They want people to lose. I mean, it's it's an insane world where uh, the the controlling financial arm of your country says we have to destroy jobs to fix the financial system, which is, you know, Joe, here's the thing. Unfortunately, big mega corporations, when they when they cut the fat, which is uh, firing a bunch of people, that just makes more profit for the guys at the top. You know, that's that's, that's what's going to happen. The rich will get richer, the poor will get poorer. The, you know, the lords and peasants, Joe, we are headed for it, and there's nothing that, that I can see that's stopping it. Yeah, and again, you know, uh, Friday we had a major intervention from the yep. uh, Japanese government on on the Japanese yen. The yen was up to 152. Uh, they had such a huge intervention. It drove it all the way down to like 145. Jason, this morning, I just looked. It's back to 149. And again, I just, you know, there's there's only so much you can do before things really start uh, cracking here. And we're, we're closing in. Uh, we're, what, nine days away uh, from the next three-quarter percent rate hike, uh, which is going to add more fuel to the fire. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Just because uh, we're getting some calls here, just some updates. Uh, you know, last week we ran a couple of different limited specials. Uh, our Silver Eagle special that we had last week that is gone. That is sold out. Uh, we had a special where uh, you got a roll of twenty U or uh, twenty silver rounds and a tenth ounce gold eagle. That was eight hundred and ten. Dollars, uh, the rounds uh, at at five hundred and sixty dollars. Uh, the gold eagle at two fifty. Uh, we we only have seven of those left. Uh, so if you want to take advantage of of that, uh, the and again the problem is the rounds, the tenth ounce, the silver eagle. Jason, these are all things uh, that have been very difficult to get and, and we just don't know we we don't have time frames uh on when more can be available it's almost like we come in every day and and hope that something pops up but the realities are what the wholesalers are saying is hey uh maybe in november uh hopefully something will pop up yeah i've been over uh i've been here in the colorado office uh, a little over four and a half years and uh i i Joe ships me stuff. You know, the Arizona office, the ladies are shipping. They ship me stuff for this order, that order, you know, this special or that special. And I call the customers in. And, you know, you can get it, right, Joe? You can get it. But the price that we're paying is so ridiculous. And and, and because the difference between the spot and what you actually have to pay for it is so such a wide gap, it's scaring away the smaller buyers. Because I think the smaller buyers, Joe, just think, oh, I, I ain't doing that. 
But why do I have a feeling at some point, and let's just say next year, let's just say after this election's over and things start tumbling hard, and I, 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 I think Joe Biden starts filling the oil reserve up and making oil even more scarce, and we see maybe $200 a, a barrel oil, and you have chaos in, in Taiwan or in the Ukraine or whatever, whatever the emergency is, Joe, why do I get the feeling that really quickly that spot price is going to catch up? You know, to, to where we have to pay for the and, and and then it's even gonna be harder to get. You know, here we are yeah, right now. I, I, right now, I, I, it should be easy to get, and it's not easy to yeah. get. Joe, somebody's buying it. Somebody's buying it, Joe. It seems like they're rigging it against the average guy. That's what it seems like. Yeah, and they're not buying little amounts. No. And, and again, uh, I, I'm sitting here uh, watching these things, and I just feel like uh, absolutely one. I, I think spot prices are going to be significantly higher. We know when that's going to start, right? As soon as the Fed uh, slows down, the rally is going to come. When the Fed stops, the rally gets bigger. Uh, the problem is, I think, inflation. Uh, the, the, it's a lot of wishful thinking uh, coming out of the TV. This it's idiotic thinking. It's the same type of thinking when they were trying to tell us that inflation was transitory, uh, and and the problem that I see Jason is I actually see premiums getting worse not better uh, mm-hmm. because of the fact that that when uh, the rally starts coming right you get even more pressure on this market and I think that's really uh, gonna see the these premiums stretch out even further I mean right now listen we're coming to the end we've only got the the mint's gonna stop minting here uh, what in the next 30 days, 45 days uh, to get ready for 2023. And, and, and again, uh, I think that puts even more pressure. Yeah, never, never mind the fact that it was just a scant couple of, a couple of months ago, somebody was buying every single thing they were minting over there. Remember that, Joe? Some, some, some uh, big, big wig lady in Texas, you know, we think it's yeah, Walmart. Buying, she was buying 900 thousand ounces a month something i mean almost a million ounces a month it was crazy yeah and uh i don't think that makes it easier to get silver eagles joe it makes it very difficult it, uh, and and i think that the, the the orders couldn't be filled so they filled their order with junk silver or something else they just uh, just to keep the amount of silver that they were buying whoever this person was uh, i think a lot of this is going on i think uh, the pricing and the, the these uh premiums above spot are causing the small guy not to get in and Joe, there's a Let lot. Let me give you an example of selling. The, that's that special that we got seven left of those rounds at 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 uh, five hundred and sixty dollars for twenty. Do you know that is that's twenty eight dollars? Do you know that that is below cost for junk silver? Obviously, way below cost uh, on on silver eagles. I mean, that just gives you an idea uh, of how big these premiums are right now. Absolutely huge, huge, Joe. When you're almost doubling the price of a uh, of an ounce of silver over, over spot for a silver eagle, it's. <laughs> and you never, I mean, can you imagine if silver was actually at thirty bucks, and the premiums took it uh, to sixty bucks to buy it, Joe? I mean, that, that's kind of what you're saying that the premiums might get worse, and, yeah. and if you're essentially doubling it, Joe, and silver actually goes where it's supposed to go, which is you know go up. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be paying a lot for an ounce of silver, Joe. Get ready for this. So we've got uh, gold's flat here, uh, and I know Kiko's got it down a little bit, but it, it rallied in the aftermarkets last week. But gold's sixteen fifty right now, uh, essentially flat from Friday. Uh, silver's up about eight cents here, nineteen dollars fifteen cents. 
Uh, the Dow's up about 300 points because bad news. Uh, I think we're going to see a lot more of that uh, because they need the news to be bad because they need the the central bank to stop raising rates. Uh, but th- these were survey numbers. So, you know, take it with, with a grain of salt. U.S. Manufacturing, the Purchasing Managers Index, fell into contraction. This is the first time in several years, going back to the COVID, especially if you take out the COVID shutdown, uh, this is the first contraction number in a while. They were expecting 51, and this is one of those numbers where 50 is like zero. Uh, came in at 49.9, 49.9, so barely below. And then the service sector, which, let's face it, as we know, the United States were a service economy, uh, well below 46.6. Uh, they were expecting 49.5. So that, and I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but that was a pretty big miss. That actually got Wall Street to rally, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. How how long will it rally? I, I, I really believe we could be in a a uh, a cycle, Joe, like we've seen in 1968 and in 1929, where the markets went off their high and didn't come back for decades. I I wonder if the Dow and the S and P ever get back to those highs we just saw earlier this year, Joe. I I don't think so. I, th- I think I think we we may, we may be in a very long grinding, depressive state, like you said, the double depression, Joe. I don't, yeah. see, I don't see. Well, how again, I think I, I think rates are going to be a lot higher than people think, and then it's hard to grow. And then, of course, obviously, the amount of debt, servicing that debt, really starts becoming very burdensome. And there, there's talk everywhere. If you really look around, there's people whispering about are our treasury markets going to seize up? And you're like, it's so hard to imagine. This is a like a, a ten, eleven trillion dollar mark. I mean, it's huge. Uh, and, and imagining that kind of money seizing up uh, again, it, it's one of those things where you know things aren't right. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Joe and Jason here. Uh, you know, and just to get, kind of give perspective, uh, food at home, food prices at home are up 13% year over year, and it's going to be uh, even worse than that, uh, turkeys. My wife, all, my, my wife only wanted to talk about turkeys this weekend and how much uh, more uh, turkeys are going to be for, for Thanksgiving, uh, but, but Jason... This is what I'm talking about. They're talking about, you know, the Fed pausing or slowing down, and yet uh, food prices, at-home food prices, up 13%. How can we, how, how can this be? And, again, it doesn't match. So either we're just going to give up and live in this hyperinflated world, or we've got to have uh, rates going way higher than where they're at now. Yeah, what was that word they used in uh, 2021? You know that there wasn't is is you know is going to be temporary, right, Joe? It's it's, it's uh, transitory. That's transitory, transitory. And, and then they said they would have rate hikes for you know, hey, we'll we'll start with a few rate hikes. It'll be a, we'll only go up to two percent. Remember that? You know, then it's like, well, we'll get it up to four or five percent by the end of 2022. Why why do they seem like they're lulling people to sleep, just trying to keep everyone calm, Joe? 
it seems like every time they talk what they're going to do about the inflation and interest rates, the only thing that they seem to be kind of shy on is, is how far they're going to go. That seems to be the kind of the, well, they don't want you to talk about how long or how far, how long or how far. They don't really want to talk about that. Everything else, hey, we're going to stop inflation. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. They, they actually do. The Fed does what they say they're going to do, Joe, most of the time. Yeah, I, and I haven't heard them say anything of the sort. The, the issue is, and what the, here's what the markets really know. Can we be honest? They're like, hey, man, I don't know how many more of these rate hikes the market can take before whether it's Japan or the U.K., Europe, our own treasury markets. And the problem is, Jason, once something breaks, it's kind of like Katie by the door, isn't it? It's it's that, and you know, think about the uh, the house of cards because this is this is kind of the analogy. You know, you build this house of cards, and all of a sudden, uh, one little corner, all of a sudden that 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 card starts to bend and slip, and next thing you know, Jason, it, it cascades, and the whole thing comes to crashing down. That's right, Joe. I, I mean, I can't remember the exact dates, but I remember Russia a couple of times over the last twenty. 20- Five years or so, thirty years back to when they uh, they broke away, you know, the wall came down. But they they had a couple of rate hikes where they went up like twelve percent in one day, or like like eight or nine percent in one day, to stop what I think was going to be because they had some really bad inflation in the nineties and the early two thousands to, to really fix their economy. The fact that the Fed won't do this or is not doing this and, and is doing these seventy five point rate hikes over and over again, there's going to be another one coming up. I wouldn't be surprised, Joe, if the inflation is just staying ahead of this. And we could see rate hikes. I, I really do believe we could see rate hikes deep into 2023, maybe till the end of the year. Nobody wants to say it. But remember, they also said transitory, didn't they? Yeah, and again, I, I, the only reason why I don't think that's going to be the case, because I think they, they'll have broken it before then. That's, that's what I think. I think they're going to raise rates until it's broken. And then the problem is that wishful thinking that, hey, we just need a few million people to lose their jobs. Right next thing you know, instead of a few million, it's 20 million. Uh, and, and we're in, and, and then we're really into the woods. Cause that's the, the only way we're going to bring this type of inflation down is demand destruction. I've been saying it, Jason, for what? Almost two years now. Right, Joe. But what if it breaks and the CPI goes up to eleven percent or something? I mean, yeah, what, that's why I said that. that, what, that what do you do? You have again, to raise the rates. The amount of layoffs is going to be have to be so huge because when it breaks, uh, all of a sudden you're going to see everybody laying off in mass all at once, uh, which is exactly what they're you know what they're not hoping for. What they want is, man, if we just do this this little bit because they're pretending to fight inflation. Go back to the 70s. You know how many meetings they had where they raised rates 3 and 4% in one meeting? Not basis. Why not, you know, three-quarters of a percent? You know, think about now. that they, we, We're acting like three-quarters of a percent some big deal. When you have uh, at-home food, and this is the government's number, 13%. So you know at-home food prices are probably up 25%. Yeah, Joe. The I- Federal Reserve should be raising rates. Three percent in a single meeting. They're not because you know what, Jason. They know well that would definitely end the House of Cards. I saw a number. Uh, yeah, I think it was yesterday. I was looking. Thirty-eight uh, percent of employed people are looking for job number two, and then another fourteen percent above that are looking for job three, job four, or more. Right now, <laughs> so Joe, if they get these jobs, the unemployment levels. You know, like I said, that they've created an unemployment. 
the numbers that they use, Joe, to make it look always better than it is. I, I think their own system of how they calculate inflate, uh, jobs is actually working against them. I think we could, we could have lots of uh, unemployment, but because how the numbers are cooked, it's not going to show up the way they need it to show up as fast as they want it to, Joe. So I, I mean, 38% of people that have a job are looking for job number two, and another 14, so up to 52% are looking for another job, 14% of which are looking for job three or four or more. I mean, as long as there's part-time jobs out there, Joe, I guess it's going to be hard to bring unemployment down. There's a word circulating out there that what happened on Friday uh, with the Japanese yen, and remember the Dow was getting ready to take a big beat and made this big rally. Uh, there's a story out that the Federal Reserve, the White House, uh, along with the, the Bank of Japan, the Bank of uh, the, the ECB, the UK, all these central banks, along with the Wall Street Journal, uh, I don't know, I guess, remember the Fed whisperer guy, you know, that saying, oh, well, the Fed may pause this. They were all working in concert Friday. Apparently, we were moments away again from another major crisis. Uh, so think about it, it again. How much longer until one of these crises uh, brings everybody to their knees? 800-951-0592. Pick the Radio News, our final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Uh, the roller rounds and the one-tenth ounce gold eagle. We still got a, just a handful of those left at $810 today. Uh, just call up. Connie or Brittany can help you there. Uh, Jason, uh, stories now breaking here uh, about this massive intervention. And then something really interesting today. Over the weekend, uh, Boris Johnson, nope, I'm not going to be, remember, the U.K. Prime Minister steps down. This morning we find out, lo and behold, a former Goldman Sachs banker is now the new prime minister in the U.K. Uh, and I think this was something set up on Friday uh, at this meeting here. Uh, well, they were trying to, you got to remember, we, we know that we've got problems in, in Japan with the yen. We've got problems in the U.K. with the renminbi, or I'm sorry, with the pound sterling, uh, not to mention problems in China with the renminbi as well. But here's what's so crazy, Jason, just based on this. So we, we get a Goldman Sachs banker in there. Today, the U.K. 10-year note is down 30 basis points. Absolute insanity. Uh, but again, the bankers are like, okay, well, we, we at least we got a banker uh, in charge now, so maybe things can get better for bankers. Is this uh, Rishi Sunak? Is that that guy? Yeah. Yep. I had some Sunak. people. I, I had some uh, listeners send me some stuff on this guy like a year ago about how bad this guy, <laughs> how bad this guy is. Now, uh, as far as geopolitical, Joe, he is very a very anti-China guy. So if you're you're gonna put up that Western versus the Eastern, the Russia-China thing. He's the perfect guy for, for A lot for of that. talk over the weekend that that China is going to uh, be invading uh, China, intimate invasion of Taiwan. Uh, Xi uh, solidified uh, his power uh, over the weekend. And, and I don't know, but 
This is not a step in the right direction for a cooling of the relations with China, for sure. Well, they got rid of so many of those guys before Rishi got hired onto that job. It's almost like, well, this is the guy we wanted. We just put all those bad guys in front of you the last months just to, just to show you that we have to end up with this guy. We have to have this guy, Joe. It's, I, uh, boy, it doesn't look Listen, good. Listen, this is, this is one of the creepier things yes. uh, that I've seen without a doubt. This is a guy I've never heard of this guy. I mean, he's been in the background. I shouldn't say I've never heard of him. But nobody ever talked about this guy being prime minister. And then all of a sudden, oh, look at this fiasco. Look at this problem. Oh, well, give it to this guy. Yeah, it's Got a little shades of Barack Obama to, to it, Boy, Joe. Sure. Hey, you said it, not me. Uh, <laughs> gold's up two right now, sixteen fifty-two. Uh, silver's up almost fifteen cents here, nineteen dollars and twenty cents. The Dow uh, up three hundred eighty-eight points, right? Because hey, you know we we got another Goldman Sachs guy in, in the fold. It's got two weeks till that election, Joe, and I'm really interested to see what's going to happen on November nine. <laughs> You know, November eighth, the election, Joe. What's November nine going to bring? You know, November ten. You know, those last couple of days of the week after the election. I just, I just, I just feel like uh, all those guys that are putting their money in to to, to prop it up to this election, aren't they just going to pull it all the first day they can, which will be November nine? You know, the overnight. Let's just face it. Some guys can pull it out in the overnight. I don't get the feeling there's going to be a huge well, down five hundred to a thousand points on Wednesday the ninth, and maybe all the way through the rest of the week, Joe. I mean, how how bad do you think that week might end up? You know what? I I just want things to go well. That that's and I don't I just don't see how. Uh, and it just depends. I mean, I think the Republicans win both, uh, and then get uh, then the Democrats are going to try to blame them for what comes after. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Patriot Radio News Hour. We're wrapping up. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.